the college football experience bombs down under episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Underdog is just added pick them scorchers where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right. Turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus every Sunday they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars. Use the promo code SGPN underdog fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code. SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. And finally, we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL second chance survivor contest presented by Corey Pinkston and barking dog properties. Just go to uh sports gambling slash survivor before Sunday folks. Once again, sports gambling slash survivor free to enter. And remember as always folks to let it ride. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to FGPN. Let it ride. It's a Tuesday. We're getting bombs on a Tuesday. We should be so lucky. Uh, I mean, look, this is part of the C block folks. And you're probably wondering what the hell you're listening to. Uh, we got the bombs down under before we go to, you know, the man in the box himself and the bottom line bombs episode following this. So make sure you check us out. I'm sorry. I'm working with a little technical difficulty. I feel like with on the sound levels, but uh, look, maybe you're wondering who the hell you're listening to. And that's fair. My name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. We got a lot to talk about. I got a, I just a, a great story to want to talk about. I am joined by my co-host on these bombs down under episodes. Yeah. They call him the man in the box. All right. And uh, look, folks, you should be subscribed to the bottom line bombs podcast because it's following this right here. Part of the C block. Give it up for CJ Sullivan. How you doing, brother? Good. Dundee. Like the Tuesday edition of the C block. I brought the heat with the background doing it remotely. This is great. We're, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. If you're watching <laughs> youtube.com slash the college experience, we got, we got a glorious backdrop for 
See, yeah. Jay Sullivan. People were people were complaining about the Liberace piano I had in the background, my behind the candle bra, if you will. So now I'm bringing the C block. There it is. That's strong. <laughs> there that we is go, folks. I am in the middle. Yeah, just, but it actually is in the middle. This fits perfectly. It does fit perfectly. <laughs> Look at that right there, the C block, folks. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I want to give you're near and dear to your boys, the Temple Isles, right? Your favorite yep. program. I want to well, start I've off. Entered, I, to, I have entered the transfer portal when it comes to supporting the Temple Isles. <laughs> uh, well, here's something great. So you know that Temple has no fans, right? No fans, right? Absolutely. No phone base, no swelling, no when they, when crowd they, advantage. No. Yeah. When they play at the link, it's probably 10 people there for, you know, 150 yep. people, something like that. Um, I just got a great text from uh, college football campus tour explaining that he was trying to get credentialed for the SMU game Friday night. Um, uh, and uh, I love this. They were unable to, uh, to give him the credentials cause he didn't do it a week in advance folks. No one goes to your games. Wouldn't is that you? Is that the link? Yeah. This game? Wouldn't you want? <laughs> wouldn't you want more buzz around your program? Well, he's a troublemaker. He looks for those <laughs> obstructed views. You know, he puts your stadium on blast. No, that's absolutely ridiculous. He can he can give you nothing but good publicity. And and anyone, like, like not, even if it was anybody, get anyone to show up. What are you going to yeah. tell him? No. You can't even get your janitors to work an extra 12 minutes at that I stadium. Mean, They're yeah. like, let me get the <laughs> hell out of here. Oh man. He's turning, turning out Paul Palmer's family now too. <laughs> what the hell's going on out there? Temple? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I just, I just got that text right when we were about to go live. Pretty that's amazing. Pretty that's amazing. Yeah, for a school that's not doing great PR wise the last couple of years, yeah. your biggest <laughs> alumni is Bill Cosby for fuck's sakes. How about you? You know, how about you open the doors a little bit and try to turn things around? Well, there, he's only going to make it better. Like he's only going to tweet this out. That's and, what I mean. Yeah, I, it's 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 just mind numbing. Um, uh, we got some weekday games later today. We're going to talk about, but first we're going to react. I we wanted to do the show yesterday, and uh, and and CJ uh, was, yep. was 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 he he he, he you know big time me. He said, "Hey, I did. Me. You know, this guy Kimmel's calling." Um, and, and we, you know, who the fuck are you Dundee? Right. And, and uh, I said, yeah, you're right. You're right. But, uh, uh, we got, we're getting it done on a Tuesday and, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I, turned, it turned right around and, uh, the, 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 just like betting itself, it fell right in my face. I went to go shoot a thing with Jimmy Kimmel. I gave him a little fist bump. I told him to go get him. And then, uh, today he told me to go fuck myself. I'm not, not going to be on the air. So. I'm back here, tail between my legs, doing the bombs down under. Well, buddy, uh, look, you always have a home here, all right. You Thanks always God. have a home here, all right. Uh, <laughs> buddy, this past weekend, uh, can we let's just start off with yeah, the game that it. that everybody was talking about, the Oregon Ducks. Yeah. Um, did you watch this Oregon Washington game? Because there were some hilarious decisions and. You know, I feel like me and me and Green argue a lot in the office when for situational football, mm-hmm. and he he thinks you should always go for it on fourth and three or fourth and two. I feel like for most situations, I completely disagree. Um, but you know, the analytics will say you, you're supposed to go for it. What what was your take on on Dan Landing? People pick and choose their analytics. Dan Landing, 
I mean, I got oh, I want to be aggressive, but if you're going to go for him for it, you have to go for it literally every single time for those numbers to work out right. You can't pick and choose and punt from your own 30. Like it's got to be your own 30 is like just like their 30. But the fourth and eight was absurd to go for it there. Yeah. And then the the fourth and three before halftime was crazier because that was ridiculous. That was the worst getting, one to me. Yeah. Because you're getting the ball in the second half. Even if you, you get, weren't. Even right. if you weren't. I know. But I mean, but the fact that you were getting it means you get the points and the ball. So you're getting three and a ball. That's just an opportunity. You're giving away your advantage if you don't take the points and the ball. Then you're just doing a coin toss. The analytics world is uh, what does not like to me. If you're looking at numbers for college football, you've lost from the start. Yeah. Because the Power Five teams, a lot of them will play FCSs, right? Mm hmm. A lot of them will play a shit ton of more home games, right? Yep. So that's got to factor into those analytics. Like you're, the competition you're playing, if you're just taking the numbers, well, it's like, sure, uh, Florida got a fourth and five against McNeese, right? Well, McNeese is a shitty FCS school. So, you know, and this happens. <laughs> Dude, this right. happens when you watch these games. So that is factoring into your analytics. Uh, on your percentage on why you should go for it on fourth and three, which is why you should not be listening to the analytics because you're on the road against a top 10 team, which you haven't played a top 10 team all year. Right. So uh, that in that in its own right, there is no analytics for that. Unless you go back to the year before it. I, I just think in college football, when you have 133 teams or, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty stupid to try to take the analytics from, you know, the years past or whatever, because of the competition levels that you play, that's different. You know, it's such right. a substantial amount. Penn state just played UMass. You know what I mean? Like UCLA played and North Carolina central. Those mm-hmm. are, that's a, that's part of the algorithm then, right? Part of your analytics on, on what you're coming up with that say you should go for it. I think it's completely ridiculous. I think it's absolutely I, yeah. competition does mean something. They got to tweak the numbers there and you're on the road in a big game like that. I mean, you, you got to take those. You got to take those points where it's at. It. And he lost last year in the same last same year, way. folks. If you don't remember this, if you're listening, they were at their own thirty. I think like thirty-three yard line or thirty-two yard line. They went for a fourth and one or a fourth and two with their mm-hmm. backup quarterback in because Nick's had just gotten uh, dinged up, and uh, and he he they did like an option read and he ended up tripping and falling and Washington. So the Washington holds, turns around and kicks a field goal. I mean, it was just, it was almost like that scene in Austin powers where it was like, uh, <laughs> sir, you have four. Do you want to hit on blackjack? Right. And yeah, he's like, he no. Is. And he's like, okay, you, you lose <laughs> like yeah, Washington's like, oh, <laughs> we, we get the ball right here. Okay. We'll kick the field goal and win. Um, I know unbelievable outcome there. Uh, and l- let me ask you this. Do you think Oregon still, you know, still there to win the pac 12? Do you think like, if you had to forecast the pac 12 championship game, right? Obviously, I think you would say you would like Washington spot, even though Washington still got a, a quite the gauntlet. They still have to play like uh, what at Oregon State, at USC, home to Utah, and then home to Washington State in the final Apple Cup. Um, but w- what would you say right now if you had to, you know, gun to your head? What would your Pac-12 championship be? Well, it's tough. I mean, I think I think Oregon still has a great chance, actually, and they and they and uh, they had the they had the best loss you're going to see all season too, as far as the voters are concerned too. You know what I mean? Yeah. How that, how that goes, they're going to, that's as good as a loss as you can get losing on the last second field goal on the road at Washington. Um, 
I think, yeah, I think it's just going to be the most Pac-12 thing of, of Pac-12 things to do for them to devour each other and keep themselves out of the playoffs by just keep <laughs> continuing, you know, the two losses. That's exactly Final year, what the Pac-12 we gotta, does. Yeah, we got to do Final this. Final year, <laughs> they're the best conference in the country, and they're going to fuck, they're going to shoot, eat themselves. <laughs> um, I, I did just see this news, and I want to pull this up, actually, because this made me chuckle. Yep. Uh, did you see... Uh, uh, Shane Beamer. So Shane Beamer and 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 South Carolina lose really unbelievably. It, they were up ten with like five minutes left, and they end up losing. That's their fifth loss to Florida out of six years. And uh, uh, Shane Beamer broke his foot but. in frustration in the game. Apparently, like uh, okay. Uh, just pretty hilarious. So, so you we're, we're going to see, uh, I think uh, he's going to be on the crutches or something. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying to, to, to get the exact thing that he said. Um, oh man, this pop-ups keep happening on my screen, but uh, yeah, so he's got a broken foot and I believe he goes, I broke my foot on Saturday. I'd rather just get it out there and say it say not have you all speculating after the game. Uh, I caught yeah. So uh, he basically was was pissed off after like a coverage bust, I think, and and <laughs> I don't know how I, we got to get video footage of this, but he breaks his foot. Um, look, I don't know. I just found that I found that to be fucking hilarious. South Carolina's having a terrible season. Um, they blow a ten point lead with five minutes left. Mm. Gamecocks. That was that was insane. I was on South Carolina. I was on South Carolina there. <laughs> Minus one. That was gross. Yeah, yeah that's brutal. But we were both we were both on the Pit Panthers. We were on them Pit Panthers. That was Narduzzi of Narduzzi's. <laughs> you gotta love a game. <laughs> you win by seventeen. Yeah. And and this is the fun part. Ready? And they were outgained by almost two hundred yards. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta love it, but obviously a critical pick six there. Um, unbelievable outcome there for uh, and and now I think if you're a Pitt Panther fan, you're saying, "All right, we're two and four. We can still get to a bowl game." Now, now you got at Wake Forest this week, but if you win that, it'd be three and four. Then you follow that with a trip to South Bend. Anything can happen there in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, then home to Florida State, so it's definitely not the easiest of schedules. But then at Syracuse, well, that game's actually in the Bronx. Um, and then uh, home to Boston College and at Duke. So there still is a path for Narduzzi to get the Pitt Panthers bowling. Uh, what what do you think? What do you, you like their chances to get? What do they got to get four wins here? They got to get four wins. They got Wake, Syracuse, uh, BC. They just got to pull one upset. Yeah, it's hard to unsee what we saw though. Those first five games, six games. What's their record at right now? They're two and four. They need oh, four wins to get to a bo- I'll tell you this, man. After watching that game, I saw a little more push on that line of yeah. scrimmage, the defensive the defensive side of the ball. Um, they only got two wins. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And they got some some bad losses too. Like they Virginia right. Tech put it on them. Um but awful. if look, if they win Wake this week in Winston Salem, it's not a daunting place to win. They would be three and four. Three and four heading into like all they need is one upset against either Notre Dame, Florida State, and Duke, and okay. take care take care of business against Syracuse and Boston College, which I kind of think they can. Right. Then they'd be six and six. Narduzzi goes bowling, and it's another pit. It's another normal pit season. Um, what do you think their odds are? You think they're bowling five and seven? What do you think? 
I think my uh, over six and a half win ticket is lit yeah, on fire. I'm on, I'm on that. I'm on that, that too. Think, I'm on that too. I'm cooked. Uh, no, they're not going bowling. Yeah, I agree. No. I think I think they're I'm not cooked. pulling one. They're not pulling any of those upsets, and I'm not <laughs> sure if they're gonna. And I'm not sure if they're gonna handle their business, quote unquote, for <laughs> Syracuse or Boston College. <laughs> um, what about this Texas A&M Tennessee game? Texas A&M blows the 13-10 what fourth quarter lead. Tennessee gets the dub. Texas A&M has just a shit ton of money. You got it. But wait, did you bet this game by the way? Um, I leaned a and I wound up staying off it, but I did lean a and M cause I liked their run defense. I didn't trust Milton and I was right, but I was also right to lay off it because of Jimbo Fisher <laughs> and get the, get the Powerball money ready and buy him out. Oh get man. Get that fucking judge out of there. Jesus. Oh man. I keep saying we're going to, we're going to start a war with somebody, uh, you know, right. just, just to, just to buy him out. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean another another terrible loss. You got to be wondering right now if you're A and M. If you're A and M, you're four and three, right? Mm-hmm. Your wins are against New Mexico, ULM, an Auburn team that looks bad, and an Arkansas team that I think is what two and five. Um, not not the best. Uh, now you get a bye week this week, and then Shane Beamer and his broken foot come to town, and then uh, and then you still got to go to Ole Miss. Home to Mississippi State. Now they do get Abilene Christian on uh, November eighteenth. Classic SEC uh, FCS yeah. schedule, uh, and then uh, at LSU. But best case scenario, best case scenario, I, I think you're eight and four. Best A&M? case scenario, yeah, I think yeah. like you got. They would probably be dogs at Ole Miss and at LSU. Let's say they split that. They could beat Mississippi State, Abilene Christian, and South Carolina at home. But you're still eight and four, which is it's that's. You fired the last coach that kept going eight and four, and Kevin Sumlin. So that can't have people happy as as it looks like their uh, chances of playing in the SEC championship are very bleak. Um, so you think they'll they, buy him out? You think they'll give him another year? I think they will. I think that's all they have their money for is to buy out fucking college coaches every <laughs> two or three years. That's all they spend it on. You know, they yeah. give absurd contracts like the Supreme Court judges. You can't get rid of, and now you got to uh, buy them out. And Jimbo's even he's got to go. This is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. They're gonna. Have to, I think his buyout is like seventy four million dollars. No, it's unbelievable. Insane. Like these guys have life sentences, <laughs> <and> contracts <laughs> in there. It's like getting a Supreme Court judge out of office. Um, I did, on a side note with that Alabama Tennessee game though that does uh, sets up nicely I think for Alabama this week they play Tennessee in a nice revenge game uh, the lines nine nice and tight there and I think Alabama's gonna destroy Tennessee I I like it too I'm with you I'm I'm on the Crimson Tide as well um, let's talk a little bit about Stanford Colorado that was a wild yes oh that was very God. wild I mean What's... I took Stanford in the points but I didn't think the money line was that I mean I thought it was possible because I think Colorado's no. But it was I, awful. I was thinking too. I had I had Stanford. I'm like, what am I doing? First time. What am I thinking yeah, here? Yeah. You know, because they're just so bad. But then you're like, this is that was their bowl game. You know, Stanford's bowl game was playing out there, and then that's it was it was an obvious culture war. It couldn't be more. <laughs> <laughs> the uniform said it all. Everything said it all. The fan bases say it all. It's just hilarious. One ninety seven yard slant set a half. I mean, what was going on out there? I mean to be up twenty nine nothing. It was almost thirty two nothing. They missed a field goal right before the half. Yeah, right. To, to to lose to lose. You know after after being that dominant in the first half, unbelievably bad look for the Buffs. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nice win for Stanford. They're gonna own that. It's the final time that game will be played, probably. I mean, at now least what's the, the uh, what's Dion doing? But this is the second time he's done this now in a game in overtime where he elects to take the ball first. I don't, I don't understand think, that. Thing. Does he not know the rules? He has to after we blasted him. Right, Every college Colorado football State. podcast blasted him after the Colorado State game. Yeah. And then they asked him, one reporter <laughs> finally asked him, and he's like, I trust my quarterback to score. Great. We do too. But that's not the point. <laughs> we'll get a chance to score. You want to know what you <laughs> yeah, have to right. do. All right. It's just common, common sense oh, here. Man. Um, unbelievable. Um, some of the other outcomes. That was a big win for Stanford's program, I think, for Troy Taylor getting that thing started in year one. Uh, dog wise, some of the dogs we gave away. Uh, I, you know, I, I said, uh, well, there's one that that we just have to to address. Not only because I hit on this thing, but uh, you know, we had a little we had a little friction in the uh, the off season about the Hawkeyes and the Badgers. Yeah, we did in Madison. This game was fucking hilarious. Did you watch this game? I, I turned it on and I, I, I wouldn't do it to myself. I'm like, why am I suffering? I couldn't even have it on one of the several TVs that were open. I mean, this was a typical. This was a beautiful Dundee special here. Uh, I what did they throw for? Thirty five yards? Did they throw for uh, yeah, Iowa? I think thirty seven. And, and they wasn't going away. Oh, they almost won by more. They had a safety. They had a safety where the ball was out in the end zone and they didn't recover yeah. it. It looked like they were going to get it. This was almost uh what? This was almost 19 to 6. This was almost a dominating double digit point win. <laughs> I mean, and, it was and, amazing. Instead of Mordecai Mordecai did get hurt there in a second late, right before halftime, but that wasn't going to change anything. They're <laughs> terrible. This thing is a disaster. This Wisconsin a new pickle offense is a disaster. The yeah, fans were booing. The Wisconsin yeah, fans were booing the offense. Uh, th- this is what I'm talking about. Look, Iowa. Everyone loves the shit on this. Everyone <laughs> loves the shit on this. And, right. and here's what I don't understand. So look, ten punts, nine first downs. All right. Yeah. But you won by nine on the road at a team that you know people were thinking was good, by the way, and they hold Wisconsin to two for seventeen on third down. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> well, here's my point. Here is that you know over the years we've seen awful defenses, right? Even USC's defense right now awful, right? And yeah. I I don't think they get the national like I don't think they get shit on as much as Iowa's offense. And here's my my point here is so Iowa won this game. They're six and one with a backup quarterback, right? They are home to Minnesota this week, right? Yeah. Minnesota PJ Flex never won against Kirk Ferentz. So I would favor Iowa to move to seven and one. Then they get a bye week and then they take on Northwestern at Wrigley, which, you know, I feel like Northwestern plays them harder than most teams, but you would have to favor Iowa. They'd be eight and one. Then they're home to Rutgers, which Rutgers is actually playing pretty good this year. Yeah, I'm not ready to give any Rutgers wins. That's for sure. But at least it's in Iowa City. If it was in Piscataway, I think I would kind of agree with you that I think Rutgers might. Yeah, be the that's team. true. Yeah. Then they're home to Illinois. Illinois showed some signs of life, beating Maryland at Maryland last week. And then we, which at, we threw out, which we threw out yes, there, by the way. Yes, on yes, we did, throw, we did Illinois throw. Illinois was one of our double-digit dogs. Yes, yes, folks. And the Iowa Hawkeyes, which I think were nine and a half or ten. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then they end the season at Nebraska on Black Friday. Dude, 
I, I'm not ready to sit there and say they're going to go 11 and one, but I see a fucking path for them to go 11 and one. Mm. I th- I think they should fire Ferenz if the Iowa team averages over 25 points a game. That's because <laughs> that's when they're not doing right. You yeah, know? they you average should, over 25. They're going they're going five and seven. I exactly, guarantee absolutely. You. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I just thought that that game. Me and Patty's here watching that, and I thought it was a fucking beautiful defensive performance, man. Every play, yeah. every play, I felt like was almost a strip sack, almost an interception. You know, something where just Wisconsin just could not get comfortable right. and could not have any success on the offensive side of the ball. And Deacon Hill throwing for a cool thirty-seven wins again. All right, he's, thirty-seven he, beautiful yards. Hey, I can't wait to. I can't wait till they're playing uh, like. Oregon the next year in Washington. These games, like, Dude, good God, he's like the hefty. You remember Jared Lorenzen? Yeah, of course. Deacon Hill is the closest thing to Jared Lorenzen. Oh, all right. I'm a, I'm on board for that, but without talent. <laughs> that's that's a perfect Iowa quarterback right there. <laughs> Oh, he doesn't man. look. He doesn't look the part, nor can he play the part. But <laughs> he is a corn-fed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a that's amazing. Tom in the chat saying, uh, as an Iowa fan, they they can stay as long as as uh, he wants. But I am a bit confused by this. Uh, what he's trying to say here, Don Brown. Mm. I think he's thinking of Phil Parker, um, but. Yeah, I get your point. Phil Parker is the defensive coordinator. Right. Um but uh but yeah, either way that game was hilarious. All right, we're going to get to a few other ones and then we're going to talk a little a little Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, college football, some weekday yeah, yeah. college football. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience Bob's Down Under episode is brought to you by SGPN Second Chance Survivor. Whew, plus the NFL Gambling Podcast Review. Look, we all want a second chance at life. All right? Uh, and I'm not talking about one of those Steve Howe second chances. All right, look, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're, you're, we know you're knocked out. You're knocked out right. of the NFL Survivor. I am too. I took the Redskins to beat the Bears. I ate a pile mm. of shit on that. It was a stupid play. It was a very stupid play by me. Uh, don't worry, we got you covered with the SGPN Second Chance Survivor presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Three thousand dollars are up for grabs, folks. Winner take all starts this weekend. So sign up now. sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Oh, do we mention it's free? Also, the NFL Gambling Podcast were brought to you by and and look, the NFL Gambling Podcast. Those guys are doing a review contest. Leave an Apple Podcast review with your favorite touchdown related bet for the weekend, and the biggest winner gets a fifty dollars SGPN gift card. Make sure to include your uh, your YouTube username in the review so we can contact the winner and let it ride. People, we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Look, Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick up Scorchers and uh, enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. And for a limited time only, Underdog is extending their first deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. They're giving away a hundred grand every Sunday. Yes, uh, ten lucky players will win ten k each every single Sunday. We're talking dogs. Hmm. I think I think you might want to sprinkle a little money on the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Ooh, I, I, against the flaming yeah, limbs mean, of Liberty. I'm I'm done fading Liberty. I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they started out early. They're picking up Steve. I mean, I don't. 
it, it could be a look ahead game. I'll give you that. You know, take the points and the, the blue Raiders are better <laughs> right. than what people think. They almost knocked off Mizzou at Mizzou. They're mm-hmm. better than their record indicates stock a veteran head coach. Okay. Um, take the points. Let's go. Uh, but yeah. look, uh, so watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little extra cash on underdogs, mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGP and underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's underdog fantasy promo code S G P N. All right. We are back on the college football experience. A uh, couple other games to react to. Uh, we're going to definitely eat a bag of shit on, uh, on UNLV. Oh my god. Apparently I woke up the beast. I woke up the beast when I was arguing with them on Twitter. Because I mean my god. They're five and one. They haven't beat a team with a winning record, but they're who gives a shit? They're five and one. I think if you're you're handling they're handling business. They they won the Fremont experience or whatever the hell it is going away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I got people in the chat uh over, you know, saying, What color's the wagon, Colby? What color? It's red. <laughs> it is white. I mean, they, um, they light they light us up on there. <laughs> um, I like them again this week too. Actually, Colorado hate, State, especially the way that Colorado State. Did you see exactly. how they won? Oh my! The way, God. Of course, that was insane. The over hitting Colorado State hitting that hail. I mean, what? No, it wasn't just a hail mary. It was the entire comeback. It yeah, was a joke. it was like seventeen. Or no, they scored what twenty one. They were down seventeen. Yeah. No, eighteen. Right, all like in the last four minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely insane, but uh, I need Colorado state to win this one. So I'm actually not going to bet it just because of that. If Colorado state wins it, I can see a path for us. I can see a path. Yeah. I, it's a very critical game, but man, UNLV looking like they got Ricky woods and Randall Cunningham back. Um, we're going to, we're going to probably eat shit on that. Yeah. Do you think I, mean, <laughs> now, I think yeah. I, I've already prepared myself for that? Yeah. It's, it's bad. I mean, um, Kudos to them. Kudos to UNLV. They've uh, proven us wrong, if you will. Uh, speaking of that Mizzou game, though, the Mizzou Ooh. team, the Middle Tennessee State, almost uh, put gave a good competition to. What an Hot. amazing win they had versus Kentucky. Down fourteen, nothing, and they pull out the old fake punt from the forty. Do you what you see? You see that throw? You see that yeah. throw? Oh. It was his first ever throw, too. I love that. I was actually watching over the summer because I'm a fucking maniac. I was watching a. Uh, Buddy Ryan did that with the uh, with the Eagles in '86, mm-hmm. where he did John the, Telchik. Uh, John Telchik was the punter. Yeah, that's one of my favorites yeah. though. Is when you just throw the ball to make it look like a punt because the yeah. the, the returner can't see it go off the leg of the punter. Uh huh. So that's kind of what Mizzou did. It's just like yeah, fired it's like the up Statue there. of Liberty almost yeah. an yeah. upright, just a Y A tittle kind of a yeah. thing. And uh, was that Luke Bauer? Got to give was that his name upon him. We yeah. Give a shout out. To yeah. Him. That thing looked good. That thing looked good. Get, get him a shit. He's better. He looks better than a bunch of you start for I Iowa. Know. Right. <laughs> he uh, certainly could start for Iowa. <laughs> good God. Eli Drinkowitz. Shout out to the coach. What a, what a great I, I'm on that, that over. That changed so, the whole game. Yeah. I'm on that over. That was a huge win for that over mm-hmm. as uh, they, they, you know, they, they uh, continue to roll on. They're in second place in the sec East. They still have to play Georgia. Now Georgia loses Brock Bowers for potentially the season. Oh, I know. I had a, I had a Heisman ticket on Bowers too. That I, I liked it like 120 to one or something. That was a, sh- a shot in a preseason. Yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just, just a little pizza money, as I say on it. But yeah, he's he shouldn't come back at all. They're yeah, talking about him like a top ten pick. Yeah, where yeah. the hell would he come back? It's crazy. Yeah, um, 
but that's a huge loss, man. Cause they, no, they is, that's going to change their offense for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That is a huge loss. He's one of the best players in college football. Um, dude, Wyoming money line should have hit. I don't know if you watch <laughs> this game. So Wyoming I, takes the lead in the fourth quarter to go. All right. Like they score a touchdown. It's 27, 27 at the extra point. If it went in, they would have had a one point lead. Yeah. Well, no, they forget to block somebody who just comes right through the middle blocks the extra point. So it's 27, 27. They kick the ball off to air force. Mm-hmm. They strip the, the very next play after the kickoff, they, sh- they strip the quarterback and they're in good shape uh, before Andrew Peasley takes a ridiculous sack and they end up having to kick a 50 yard field goal and they miss their second missed field goal of the second half. I, and then air force, John Lee Eldridge has like the craziest 80 yard touchdown run uh, after a fake punt. It was just insane. It was just it, like, I feel like Wyoming was the right side. I gave this away as a double digit dog. I feel yeah. like if you watch this game, I know a lot of people in the chat the other night were saying, uh, you know, we got robbed here uh, on, on Wyoming money line, but air force continues on. They're undefeated. Uh, you know, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I know we have the bombs episode on the, the, the weekend college yeah, football bombs. Bit, yeah. Dude, we got the commander in chief commander in chief. First, first phase of the commander in chief trophy coming up. You're telling me you're getting 11. 11. Yeah. The Navy service Academy against service Academy. I just think that's a little ridiculous, but I'm just tipping my hand a little bit. First time, first time air force has been favored in that game since 1997, since Blaine Morgan. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, you gotta like Air Force runs that offense though with the quarterback oh, option. Gorgeous. I mean, there's options. It's, it's amazing. gorgeous. Yeah. I, it make it makes me think that Jeff Munkin really fucked up by going to the shotgun because here are these rule changes, and Troy Calhoun says no, we're just going to adapt. We're going to make them call it, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been working fine. So here you have Army that's kind of thrown out their old system, thinking we can't win with this anymore because these rule changes, and you're seeing Air Force look fucking amazing. So I wonder if uh, you know Army went out and hired a different offensive coordinator. So I don't think they're going to pull the plug on that at least for a couple of years. But right. it makes you wonder. Um, Want to talk about our Miami Hurricanes future? Okay. We have an under. What was it? Seven and a half, I think. Seven and a half was the under. Yeah. They're sitting here. So uh, obviously, they went week two and they beat Texas A and M. I was terrified. I was like, son of yeah. a bitch. They're much Man. better than I thought. Yeah, they look great. Well, then we had the Georgia Tech debacle, which almost it, it counts for the, like the A and M game being a loss because we had them mm-hmm. beating Tech. Sure. Now they lose by ten in Chapel Hill. They're hosting Clemson this weekend. I think if they lose to Clemson, we pretty much have cashed the ticket, right? Wow. I, it, I mean, it's. I think I, I I do believe one of our handicaps though was them losing the Boston College at the end of the year because I didn't yes. feel like making making the trip. Yeah, so. <laughs> but hear me out. Hear me out. Look, it's gonna be questionable. They're home to Clemson. I think Clemson fans will probably travel down there. It'll probably be a Clemson crowd. Then right. uh, home Clem- to you. But Clemson's been nothing special. They True. Can, no, to, I'm know. not ready to crown them. I'm not ready to crown right. the Tigers. <laughs> um, then they're home to UVA, but UVA historically plays them really tough. Right. Then they're at NC State, followed by at Florida State. I mean, I know the Florida State game can get wild, but you got to think if they lose to Clemson and Florida State, we are at we we just need one other team, whether it's NC State, whether it's Louisville, whether it's at Boston College, 
It's going to be dicey. It's going to be very dicey. Do you think we're going to hit that or not? I, I think my, I mean, this, this Clemson game is big, obviously, yeah. because they have, I mean, because they can go two different directions this whole season. The whole Georgia Tech thing is either going to begin as, you know, a spiraling of, uh, you know, turning on crystal ball too. Cause that was, there was talks of that, you know, yeah. they bounced back a little bit last week, but then got overwhelmed in the second half. Um, th- I can see them quitting, you know, not 100%. quitting on. So this, this is a big week versus Clemson three point line right now, three and a half. Um, if they lose this, I can see them falling apart when you get that win. When we, um, cause I, cause, yeah. cause those are games. Those games are definitely winnable on our side. If Miami, you know, yeah. All we need, all we need is them. Look, this is what part of our handicap was that they're, they're normally a bunch of quitters. Once the thing starts going downhill, you normally get Mm -hmm. like chaos and they underachieve. So, I mean, if they lose to Clemson, even if they beat Virginia after that and lose Tennessee state and Florida state, we've cashed. And then, you know, I mean, I actually think even if they beat NC state, they lose to, let's say they just lose to Clemson, Florida state. That that Florida State mo- loss, I love that Louisville spot to fuck them up. Yeah, the week, the week after the rivalry game, but I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. The North Carolina wins by ten. Uh, North Carolina Tar Heels, you buying in for them being national contenders? North Carolina, well, like we said, I mean, they they're getting better. You know, they're starting to hit their stride a little bit. Way better they've, on defense than they've been. Lately. Yeah. Oh, of course. We didn't. We didn't never expect they have a defense like they have. And have any sort of a defense is a is a icing on the cake for them. But finally, May's playing well, and the offense is clicking. And uh, it took them a while last week, but um, but they got that kid back that the NCA Tez Walker. Yeah, and he immediate immediate uh, stud three touchdowns. Yeah, incredible, unbelievable. Thanks um, to new information, the NCA, <laughs> which they still never released. The grandma was actually sick. We thought you were lying. So, <laughs> yeah. What is this? Doing what, you send a doctor over there. Um, anyway, Oregon State handles UCLA. Uh, that was my number one lock of the week. Yeah, we ex- we expect that. We called that one out. Now, Oregon State has a bye week, but you know, before I, I really loved that they already have one Pac-12 loss. They can't afford a second one. That game at Arizona two weeks from now terrifies me yeah. because Arizona is all of a sudden looking like a fucking, like a, a really good football team. Um, I don't know. It's going to be, well, well, I know that's two weeks. We, they have a bye week. We'll talk about that later. But uh, any other takeaways on the, uh, on, on uh, week seven college football before we uh, talk a little weekday action, Penn state, UMass. I know you're excited for that game. 63, nothing Penn state. Franklin's a piece of shit. I, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be playing Ohio state because I want Franklin to, to do what he does and choke for his big day, but like him covering these ridiculous, I mean, I guess we should, I should be taking this information the right way that he's going to cover no matter what for his boosters and shit, but like, come on with what an asshole running this offense up 50 against UMass against all these teams. He's just a jerk. Um, any other takeaways? No. I mean, well, of course you had the, uh, the ND USC game. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk right. about that. USC's uh, defense. I mean, I was on Notre Dame. The defense was a, wasn't the problem. Yeah. The defense was fine. Block. Yeah. The defense got five punts out of the deal. You expect that, you know, you see that happen. You're like, all right, USC's gonna, USC's gonna <laughs> win going away. I loved USC in this game. Cause I thought Notre Dame would be tired. They were up for it. They blitzed. I mean, you know, there was, 
You want to call it the USC's O line, or was uh, what's his face the defense coordinator? Who's Notre Dame's defense coordinator? At Al Pro? Golden. Al, Al Golden. Golden right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he 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 was he was great. Everything he drew up was amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, to have uh, forty nine offensive plays and forty eight points is pretty remarkable. Right. Eh, kick return too. That kick return was the backbreaker, of course. But I mean, no matter what, I mean, the defensive just, touchdowns too. I would say. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it was all set up. That's what I mean. Like Notre Dame's offense wasn't even. Yeah. Yeah. Know. I mean, Caleb Williams, a buck ninety nine, one touchdown, three interceptions. I mean, Sam Hartman only threw for a buck twenty six. That's what I they mean. Won. It, was just, it was bizarre. Yeah, it was kind of bizarre. They won. They handled. It, it was pillar to post and. um yeah, Caleb did not look good. I, I think it's fine. People were talking about like, yeah, he fell from the Heisman uh, race, but he'll be fine. He'll still be the number one. People were talking about him not being the number one pick, and that was insane. <laughs> no, USC. Yeah, I know exactly. Uh, USC hosts Utah this weekend. Mm-hmm. Who the, I'm assuming Cam Risen's out for the year. Who are you leaning in that one? <laughs> SC's the well, seven point favorite right now. SC seven point favorite? Yeah. It's a Pac-12, so you got to play those home games. But you know, I mean, how can you how can you lay any points with USC's defense the way it is and the way they are? But they should have a nice bounce back effort. I and without Cam, I don't see Utah's offense. Yeah, people to I think I agree up. with you. I think I'm going to go. So, yeah, I think I'm I might go, go USC to get right. USC USC's got some losses coming down the road, but it won't be this. It's a bad spot for Utah to catch USC. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, that was the big one. Uh, Kansas lost it. So the mullet in Oklahoma state, speaking of which Kansas though, central Florida, good Lord. What is going on over there? Down there? Wait, wait, wait. When they, when they whoops UCF's ass. Oh yeah. Cause it goes from week to week. Yeah. They it dropped started 50. off 31, nothing to their backup quarterback for fun. What are you doing down there? Gus? Well, they're you catching just gave, a big you just gave 20, number, right? You just gave up 29 straight to Baylor. You know, now you're letting Jason Bean run you up and down the field. <laughs> and yeah, now they go to Oklahoma, right? They're catching a big ass number at Oklahoma though. Makes they me. They should. Yeah. Yeah. That's I have fair. no faith in I have no faith in this team whatsoever. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh hop on over and talk about some of the weekday games before we get out of here. But before I do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be that stressful. Game time's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event and forget planning months in advance. What's that ever done for anybody? Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. All right. And they have the game time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. In fact, if you find tickets in the same section row for less game time, will credit you 110% of the difference. So folks snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX to get $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply, create that account, $20 off CFBX is the redeeming code. Uh, download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by hall of fame. Bats win bigger by betting smarter. This NFL season with hall of fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into hall of fame bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down leg by leg. 
as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. It's fantastic, folks. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. Uh, start research and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we are back on the college football experience. And look, I know we're on Thursday, it's part of the C block, first off. Bottom line, Bob's following this one. But yes. on, on Thursday, we'll be back. Uh, CJ, me, CJ Sullivan will be talking double digit dogs or just dogs in general mm-hmm. heading into the weekend on our college football weekend bombs. And it's a pretty fire lineup. Like we talked about the commander in chief trophy, uh, the first installment air force Navy in Annapolis. I know you touched on UCF, Oklahoma, Penn state mm-hmm. heading into Columbus, a huge one there. Uh, obviously Utah, USC, Tennessee, Bama, Washington state at Oregon. Uh, even uh, Texas hitting the road to take on the Houston Cougars in a game that for a long time, Texas wouldn't schedule. So I know it's personal All right. for, for not, uh, to pre- not to preview, not to preview my huge dog, but watch out for the Arizona state going to oh, Washington oh, for a nice let down game. Sun devils, there. little Kenny Dillingham yeah. on the road. You also got Duke like traveling to Florida state in a, remember Duke's undefeated in the ACC. Both those teams are and Amazing. then Michigan, Michigan state. I can never forget the fact the punter dropped the ball. I st- I lost a shit ton of money on that. Um, so you know those games. I, those games can always get a little wild. Uh, so it's a pretty loaded week of college football action. So make sure you check us out uh, Thursday as well as you know the bottom line bombs after the show. But look, we got Tuesday night. Tuesday night college football. We got three games on tonight. Two tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Middle Tennessee, the Blue Raiders. See, I think Middle Tennessee. I think part of so they're two and five. But Rick Stocks still. Is a very good coach. If they were able to pull off an upset, I see a path that they could go bowling. So look, they lost by four at Mizzou. That's a good loss, man. I know they got housed at Bama week one. They they barely let one score game to Colorado State. This team is a better team than their record indicates. I think they can give the Flaming Libs a game in uh, in Lynchburg, Virginia. There. I know Liberty gets lit, but here's like, like you mentioned, and I know you're, you're terrified of taking Liberty, but the libs have Western Kentucky on deck. Who's good. That's going to be for the championship. That's what I mean. It, it, it is a look ahead spot for them, but it's also Tuesday middle of the week in the, um, you know, they're in a dry, starting, on a dry campus. They're going to be focused. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> they are going to be focused. <laughs> I think you got to take the points. So 14 but that's points a lot of, is that, is, that is definitely yeah. a lot of points. I mean, they almost lost to Sam Houston for God's sakes. Yeah. Day. A you goal line I mean? stand. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's no other way to tip, but take the 14 points. I want to stay away from it. I like the other game better to be honest with you. I like taking the points with Jacksonville state. I like this one too. The Hilltoppers. Uh, they once again, love the look ahead spot as they have on awesome deck. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that's interesting about this one. If Jacksonville state wins this, they would have the inside track on playing, but I don't think they can play for their conference. I got to look into that ruling. I'm not sure. What can they do? They, um, so this is their first year in the FBS, right? But JMU so you, last year couldn't go to the Sunbelt championship, right. but I don't know if that's a NCAA bylaw or I don't know if that's a conference rule. Hmm. Be, I think it's an NCAA bylaw, but we'll see because if Jackson state wins this game as a seven and a half point dog, my, my yeah. you know, I love the, the dogs are barking. We know now that Zion Webb, the former Clemson quarterback is going to get the start. He was dinged up the past couple of weeks. Uh, that's huge news for Jacksonville state fans. 
because we thought it might be a third string quarterback starting, which was going to be terrifying. But with Zion Webb starting, I do like the seven and a half. Uh, and, and what I mean, Rich Rod against that with plus two sixty on the money line. I love it. I love Rich Rod tonight. Now I'll say my favorite play. Well, let's let me get to this one. Southern Miss, Frank Gore Jr. That this is one I could not be. This might be the team I was most off on all year. I thought Southern Miss would be a bold team. They got that Brett Favre blood money coming in there, and I thought, you know, they made a bowl last year, and I thought Will Hall had the trajectory of the program going up. No, they've been a complete disaster. They go out and get a Clemson transfer quarterback, Billy Wiles. It has not worked out. They're catching eighteen and a half on the road in Mobile, Alabama, at Hancock Whitney Stadium against South Alabama. It was a seven-point game a year ago, but I don't know what the hell's wrong in Hattiesburg, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'll take the 18 and a half just because it's a conference game. You know, each right. other it's, it's a personal, you know, this is a somewhat of a rivalry game. I feel like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a brand new rivalry, but I'm saying they're not that far from one another. What are you doing here in this spot? I mean, it's up to 19 in some spots. I'm saying that Southern Miss is abysmal. That's the only problem. But I do, I hear what you're saying. That's a lot of points for this rivalry. Hopefully, they can just keep it close. I see it around a 14, 17 point game, maybe. So hopefully, I can keep it in there. But, but I mean, I I can't get excited by taking Southern Miss. You just got to take it and don't think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Daquan the Great in the chat. Shout out to Daquan. He goes, What's the lock of the day for me? Mm-hmm. I think it's middle Tennessee plus I, like if you can get over 14, obviously huge, but uh, I yeah. think they're going to cover it. I actually don't mind a slight money line play on the blue Raiders. Ooh, the, the plus same four eighty five. I'm yes. Saying. Yes. I don't mind it, man. And I, I also don't mind the Jacksonville state angle. I like both of those bets. I'm betting both those Southern right. miss South Alabama. I'm probably going to bet just because we only have three games. Yeah, but I'm not putting up substantial. This will be like a. This will be. Hey, I'm gonna put you know, fifty bucks on Southern Miss or something. I'm not throwing. I'm not. The other ones I'm gonna put a couple C notes on. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> what's your, your favorite one's Jacksonville State, huh? My favorite's Jacksonville State plus a seven and a half and a sprinkle, of course, on the two sixty money line with uh, Rich Rod on in there. Both, bo- both we're playing both sides of the look ahead of Western Kentucky. Yeah, and Liberty and Liberty who play yeah. next week. Uh, like we're playing that. both their opponents. I like I like to look the look ahead. How about a looky loo two teamer look ahead parlay <laughs> of ja- let me see what a Jacksonville State and a Middle Tennessee State money line parlay oh, would be. I that do would, like that it. would be yeah that would be nineteen almost twenty to one. Whew. Whew. I mean yeah how, how do you not get on that? I like that. Loo? I like that. Just bring yeah. a little little bit little bit. Yeah, um, just a little. <laughs> Let me ask you. Let me ask you about this one. I know we're going to talk Wednesday college, college football, but uh, you're you're a Philadelphia Philly lifetime fan. Yep. Um, are you touching the game tonight against the Arizona Diamondbacks? Are you going to drop anything on that game? Well, that also will be covered in the bottom line bombs okay. coming up right right after S- this. Then but hold I'll it right it- there. Then hold it right there. Let's right. hang it like a, uh, put it out, dangle we'll it right in front of them. Yeah. All right. Well, that little carrot. All right. So folks, what are you doing? Check out that episode coming up right next, but uh, Wednesday, the airport, Florida international get Sam Houston. Sam Houston's going to get a win. One of these weeks. Damn it. Yeah. It's Sam here. Houston. It's, it's their time. The line is telling me it's here. I'm laying the five with the bear yeah, at the Sam bear claw Houston minus yeah. five. That's insane. Got to do it. Love it. Yeah. Take it. Let's go. Let's go. And then you got the battle of I 10 
classic rivalry over a hundred years. The first time they played was like 1910 <laughs> uh, at the sun bowl. In my opinion, one of the best stadiums in the country, um, New Mexico state and Jerry kill lay in three UTEP's found sudden life with their third string quarterback as they cruise to a win on vice night on Miami vice night in Miami. I like New Mexico state minus the points here. I think De- uh, Diego Pavi, obviously I'm a big fan of people that piss on their rivals logos. <laughs> That's and, been a new uh, trend. Yeah, new yeah, trend. Yeah. The old Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> piss on the Alamo. <laughs> what are you doing here in El Paso in the battle yeah, of the I 10? I'm with you, New Mexico State. I like that. Piss all over. Piss all over. Calvin and Hobbs style. Piss on this one. <laughs> oh man! All right, folks. That's that's pretty much it. I mean, anything else? Yep. I know there's some Thursday, Friday games. We're gonna tackle we'll, that on Thursday. Yeah, we'll do yeah. that. We'll do that on Thursday. I can't wait to actually talk to you about that because I know you love them, James Madison. But uh, yeah, let's oh, yeah. do that Thursday for the bomb. That's for the bomb. Uh, the uh, weekend bombs, college weekend, weekend bombs. bombs. Yeah. yeah. Part of the C block on Thursday. Catch it. Yes. This is a special edition C block Tuesday. All right, mm-hmm. folks, you got the bottom line bombs coming right up. Make sure you give CJ Sullivan a follow on uh, Twitter at CJ Sullivan underscore. Uh, where the hell is it? I got this somewhere. There it is. If you're watching youtube.com yes. slash the college experience and uh Folks, also give me a follow at the Colby D. The college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give us all a follow. And uh, remember also to subscribe on YouTube. It's the hub for all of our college shows. All right. I host the college football experience. I also host the FCS college football experience as that season's getting, f- that season's fantastic right now. Like that, you thought North Dakota's gonna, state's going to jump back. No, they're getting fucked up left and right. The field seems open. I mean, South Dakota State won it last year, but check out that pod. Also, you got the college basketball experience dropping all 31 conference previews and, uh, and look folks, uh, get on over there. Check that out. We got a bunch scheduled for tonight. Big 12, uh, just we're, we're, we're deep in the thick of it. The season tips on November 6th. Um, also you got the college baseball experience with myself and Noah Beanick and the big 12 experience with Moneyline Mag. It's the big 12 just said Dan Hawkins. Once. go check that out. Um, also check out the sports gambling podcast. Uh, uh, that should be good on the Patreon. I'm going to, I'm going to jump on an episode. We're going to talk about the, the history of pick Dundee with SGP uh, this week on the Patreon. So subscribe to the Patreon and also uh, Friday night. They're live on VEASAN Brent Musburger's network. If you get YouTube TV, you get VEASAN folks. V S I N. All right. If you got the NFL package, you're getting this thing. So Friday night, nine o'clock Pacific, make sure you check out the sports gambling podcast every single Friday night. Might I add at nine o'clock Pacific uh, bottom line bombs coming up next folks. This is the college football experience bombs down under you better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot.